Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's show is brought to you, sponsored by the Thrasher family. Once again, we are so thankful for their donation that keeps us on the air here on American Christian Network, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Becky, what's new today? Nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. At all. Huh. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. Just been sitting around doing nothing. Not reading your Bible? Mm-mm. Hmm. We'd like to start the show out today. If you are listening and you would like to help keep us on the air on American Christian Network, we are looking for sponsorship. If you have a business you'd like to advertise with us, that'd be great. If you just feel it, God's leading you and putting it on your heart to help keep us on the air, that'd be great too. Because end of September, that's it for us. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll still have the podcast, but we won't be on terrestrial radio. Yep. Extraterrestrial radio is that if what you the guys pod- don't know what that means? That means the radio you can turn on in your car, which is probably the only place most people have a radio now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you'd like to hear us on the radio at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, we need help. Yep, give us a call 509 818 7818 if you'd like to help us out, keep us on the air before coming on before. Church and State, those guys and their great reporting they do to bring you the truth and the light through the news cycle. Great interviews they have. I know they were just out hanging out at the Reawaken America tour, along with Pastor Matt Shea on Patriot Radio on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 p.m. So I do see your Bible is out, Becky. What is on your heart today to talk about? Yes, I do actually read my Bible every mm-hmm. day. Uh, but today... The verse, Proverbs 1-7, I mean, this is something that we need to know daily, but it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Mm-hmm. If you want to be smart, you need to know the Bible, and you need to know Jesus. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. Mm-hmm. Read the Bible. Yep. That was kind of Southern. <laughs> it was like if you were born in New York and were raised in Alabama. That's yeah. how you would talk, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe not New York, maybe more Massachusetts. Oh, wicked smack. Yeah, my bad. Sorry about that, Bostonians confusing your accent with New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference. Yep. But in all seriousness, the fear of the Lord, it doesn't mean to be scared of the Lord. It means to have a healthy respect. Yeah, so true. For the Lord. And in order to do that, first, you need to admit that you're a sinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask Jesus to save you. Yep. And then you can be begin your journey through the Bible. Um, and to understand, really, the verses in the, you know, these kind of verses, well, to understand any of the Bible, you need to have the Holy Spirit. You can't have the Holy Spirit unless you're saved. So and true. And if you don't know what that means, you can give us a call and we will walk you through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that phone number is 818-7818-509 at the beginning of that. Yep. You have to dial 509 now. Yep. That's a must. A mm-hmm. new thing. I mean, on cell phones, you kind of always did, right? Uh, I don't think so. But oh, now well, that they've added, <laughs> they've added a new <clears throat> three-digit number, I believe it's a mental health suicide prevention hotline, like a, a three, mm-hmm. three-digit. Mm-hmm. So now they, <clears throat> they've made uh, the prefixes. You need to make sure you've got the area code before. If you didn't know that, hey, there's your civics lesson for today in the <laughs> state of Washington yep, for free. You know. So, yeah, that's so true. You need to know what's in the Bible so that you're not a fool. 
Is mm-hmm. what, what Solomon was telling us there, right? Yeah, especially in the times of coming. Yeah. It's good to know the Bible frontward and backward. And I don't mean memorize the whole thing. I just mm-hmm. know the content. Yeah. And it's so true. Like she said, the times that we are living in today, Christians aren't, it's not getting any easier. It's mm-hmm. only going to continue to get more harsh towards us. It's only going to continue to get harder to worship. We've seen that in 2020. And so putting these words in your heart, right? That's Psalm 111, I believe. Your word I have hidden in my heart. That I might not sin against thee. Mm-hmm. Very important. And that's my segue into the next. You had uh, Psalm 118. Yeah, Psalm 118.8. Okay, I have that right here. In the KJV Bible is the very middle verse mm-hmm. in the whole Bible. The whole Bible. There you have it. There's your Bible lesson for today. The very middle verse, 118.8. Psalm 118.8 says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Ah, yes, that is so true. Mm-hmm. And we've learned that a whole bunch these last couple of years. Yeah. You can't trust any man. And no man is our Savior. There was one man that is our Savior. Donald Trump, no. great dude. <laughs> you know, a lot of good policies for America, a lot of good foreign policies to keep America strong. It's not going to save you. Nope. It, he'll tell you that. Yeah. A full-fledged turn back to God is the only thing, and I'm going to continue to say this until I see everyone in America doing it. Mm -hmm. And the ones that don't, that's okay. You can read the Old Testament and see what happens. Yeah. But I think Becky said it on the show before. When you read Old Testament prophets and they would tell the people what God had them tell them, telling them that their ways were going to get them taken captive, get them wiped out, whatever it was. Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. Well, it is. Don't smote me. <laughs> Smite. Smite. Okay. But if you see what the prophets were prophesying that God was telling them what was happening is because they had turned from God. Mm-hmm. They had other idols. They had made golden calves, even though Moses was able to save that one. But as we look to our world today... And the reason we look backwards at, that's where I was going, I got lost for a second. Mm -hmm. We look backwards to that, when God would show favor is when the leaders of those, of the nation, the nation of Israel, would turn back to God and the people would follow those leaders, God would then let them be profitable, let them... Mm -hmm. He'd bless the nation. Yeah. So as we as Christians today, we are not the nation of Israel, we are not the chosen people. But as saved children of God, we are the chosen ones, right? Mm-hmm. God chose your salvation through his son. He'll show favor to us if people would turn back to him. And we have, to me, I think, I don't know if it's a leadership thing anymore or if it's just a majority of the nation. I, I don't know, these are just thoughts that go around my head that mm-hmm. when America was blessed, when America was growing and was prosperous, the majority of the nation, I believe, knew who God was. Yeah, they knew who he was, and they at least attended church and lived, at the very least, the facade of a Christian, Mm -hmm. which meant they weren't participating so much in the moralist, valueless society types that we have today, if that makes sense. I mean, there wasn't... Like, there wasn't a deja vu 
just out in your face. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the Deja Vu. Like, no, that's the name of a strip club here in Spokane. Valley. A gentleman's club. Come okay, on well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were more of like a hidden, dirty little secret. Now gotcha. it's just out in your face. Yep. And and it's even worse in other parts of the country. So, I mean, the more we've come to accept that kind of stuff, the more people are going to follow in it and mm-hmm. get rid of their morals and values and just live in the world and live in sin because it's acceptable. Yeah, and that that's just one example that mm-hmm. we're using here. You could use anything that the world is thrown at you that has been now made ac- acceptable through popular beliefs and and that's a big one like it started i remember my dad tells this story quite a bit when he uh worked for the state department of transportation he was absolutely appalled that they were even giving an interview to a guy that had an earring (laughs) i'm serious and and we have come so far because that was acceptable then even though it was appalling to some people Mm -hmm. well he has an earring but we're gonna go ahead and hire him and then it moved to he has two earrings. Well, we'll give him an interview. Well, he's got a nose ring. That's insane. But it's just a nose ring. Now, if you look around, it's all acceptable. Mm-hmm. Nose rings, eyebrow rings, tongue rings, lip rings, face tattoos. I mean, granted, it's just the way people look. But now now it's anything goes mm-hmm. the way you look. And then, and then it comes to your clothes. Well, I can't believe you would wear that to a job interview. You're not wearing a suit to a job interview? Well, I got an earring, so why do I need to wear a suit? Well, the clothes have gotten moralless. Well, yeah, let me interject there. We were driving by a gas station today, and I looked <laughs> over, and I asked Becky, was that lady just wearing her bra? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah. And I thought... Man, you know, you leave the house sometimes and you think, I forgot something. What am I forgetting? It'd be really hard to think I forgot my shirt. No. Becky pointed out that she probably didn't forget her shirt (laughs) and that I'm just getting old and naive, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, it starts with the little things like the we've accepted an earring. Mm -hmm. Now Now look where we are. We're hiring people with several earrings all over their face Mm -hmm. and body. And, And it's the same thing started out with. Well, that person's gay. Mm-hmm. We'll accept that. And, well, okay, they want to get married. We'll accept that. And now look where we are. Well, they want to diddle my kids. We'll accept that. They want to teach sexuality to our children at school from the age of five and up. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to accept that because we've accepted all this. And next thing you know, well, there's shows called Sister Wise. So polygamy, that's what they're... Well, yeah, and they try to go under the guise of their religion is... You know, they act like they're a religious group. But they're not. Sister wives. Yeah. Well, the Mormon LDS. Not all of them. Some of them are just disgusting man that wants several wives. Not about the show. I know. There's a couple shows out there. and I'm not up to date on my uh, (laughs) modern TV shows, I guess. I thought there was only one. Yeah. Well, now they're saying, so it started out with polygamy, right? Well, well, no, it started out with gay marriage. You you can marry whoever you want. Well, I want to marry multiple wives. Well, now here's what's. Next, well, I'm 35, and I want to marry this 13-year-old, and this Mm -hmm. 13-year-old is okay with that, so it should be legal. 
Yeah, you can already see the narrative changing in. Well, it's already one teacher got fired. Well, good on you, whatever school district he was in. I believe it was in Texas because he was trying to normalize pedophilia mm-hmm. and say that it's minor attracted persons or whatever he wanted to say. Yeah, a map. Yeah, minor he got fired. Person. Map gas. That's for. And he's not the only one. I mean, that is a very widespread belief now. Mm-hmm. And th- that's that's where we are at now. Is that. Sin is okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've started reading a book by Phil Robertson, and he talks about the 1961 article from Time, God's Dead. It was the big, you know, I've heard a couple other people, it was the, the cover, mm-hmm. and they were going to prove that God's dead. Oh, yeah, good luck. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, from what I've seen in the upswell of Christianity in America, and I'm not going to, you know, pick out any denomination or whatever, but I can see that there is a turning back to the faith that God is alive. God is moving, but we have to do the heavy lifting. Yes. We are the ones on the ground. We are the boots on the ground, so to speak, to continue to spread the gospel, to continue to show the light in the darkness, to make sure that sin is called what it is. It's called sin. And we're all sinners. I'm not trying to get on a high horse here Mm -hmm. and say that I'm not a sinner because I am, and I would be lying to you. Which would make me a sinner if I said that yeah. I wasn't. That's a so either way, you're <clears throat> sinning. Mm-hmm. But it's a concerted effort that we must make, all of us Christians. We need to reach the lost. Yeah. That that was Jesus' commandment, right? Yep. And I think too many times Christians get hung up in well, I'll go to Judea, their their neighborhood, right? Their their area. They forget the rest of the world that he told them to go out. Or, I'll go to Africa. And forget about my neighbors. Mm-hmm. we got to find that middle ground. And if you yeah. are called to be a missionary to Africa, go. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not discounting that at all. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're also saying make sure you got somebody that gets your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Hands them a tract. Invites them to church. Yeah. Neighbors, coworkers, family, friends. Any of these people. And I say invite them to church, hoping that your church preaches salvation and lets these people know when they come through the door that they're loved and they're welcome. And I'm, you're going to have to invite gay people. You're going to have to invite <clears throat> transgender people. They have every right to hear the word just like we do because we're all just sin, sin-filled people mm-hmm. living in a broken world. And we all need the truth. It's going to get uncomfortable. I will say that. It's going to get tough. And, and maybe I'm speaking today to motivate myself as well. I want you guys out there listening to know. That whatever I'm saying here, whenever on the radio, I'm always pointing the fingers back at myself. Mm-hmm. I'm never trying to say that you guys you, need to do this. You, you, you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's us, 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 us. It just, I want you to know that I know you're out there listening, and that's <laughs> right. why I'm speaking that way. Yeah, but we can wind this all back to the first verse that we even talked about today. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Because if you don't have the knowledge of the Lord, A... You're going to think that all these things that are coming at you are mm-hmm. okay, yeah. which is why it's so widely accepted, because so many people have put down the Bible and not picked it back up. And B, if you are a Christian, but you're not in the Word of God, you're not going to have the knowledge, the courage, and the strength that only God can give you to spread the gospel, to talk to people, to, to, to let them know why it's a sin, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> that they're not the only one that's a sin, and... And we should not judge sin by, well, my sin's not as bad as yeah. your sin, There's by no the way. There's no scale to the sin. 
And so, and if you know, if you have the knowledge of the Lord, you're going to know these things. Mm -hmm. So it's important to be in your Bible every day. Even if it's not, even if you're not reading Proverbs every day, the instruction book, there's, you can get something out of every book in the Bible and Mm -hmm. apply it to your life. Yeah. And we're not talking about just sitting down with the Bible and reading it. We're talking about taking time to meditate on the word. Maybe not trying to, I'm going to crank out five chapters of, right. of Deuteronomy today or yeah. something really. that won't get you anything. <laughs> yeah. But even if you're just reading to the point where God's word stirs you and then you say, stop, let me, let me meditate on what that is sitting in my heart. Mm-hmm. That's how you get the knowledge of the Lord and that's how you grow through the word, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's how I did. I remember when I started reading the Bible here every day. I would read just tiny little bits. I didn't mm-hmm. care. I wasn't trying to read it in a year, which right. I'm not bagging on that because Becky does that. I did it. No, I, I've never done that. Oh, you haven't? No. I thought you read through the Bible. I read through the Bible. Okay. It did not. It was not in a year. Gotcha. <laughs> but there's those those plans that do that, and that's yeah. fine. But for me, it was the bite size. I, I only would read the way the, my first Bible had it. It was broken down you know, into small parts, but it sat with me. And then, you know, as I as I grew in the word, I was like, okay, now I'm gonna read a whole chapter a day. And now I'm digesting, okay, I'm gonna read Proverbs and Psalm in the morning, and pick another book to read later, or vice versa, whatever it is. And I can tell you, the more that I'm in the word, the more that I want to share the word, and the more that I wanna let the the word out of me. Yeah. And the more that I want the truth of God's word to be promoted in the land. By no way am I some theologian or some no, he's not. some Billy Graham <laughs> preacher tent revival guy, but I do know that I contact people on a daily basis, which everybody, unless unless you're living in a cave, which would be weird that you have a radio in that cave, we're all going to come in contact with another human being. Mm-hmm. And even if it's another believer sharing the word, maybe that just promotes their strength in the word because you read it and you talk to them about it or it inspires them to do the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's what we need to do. It's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm and, glad. Oh, go ahead. I'm just saying, I'm glad we were able to share that with you guys that, cause this is what God has called us to do at this moment in our lives mm-hmm. and reading daily mm-hmm. and, and absorbing what God has for you is going to give you the knowledge. And when you have the knowledge, then you have the confidence Mostly, at least once you get going, it's scary at first when you're trying to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when they have questions, most of the time you can have the answers. Uh, a lot of the questions that some of these people that like to argue don't have an answer, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're never, it's never going to be a waste of time unless yes. you're just reading it to check a box and you don't actually absorb anywhere, any, yep. anything. But it's never, it's always going to be a good use of your time, which you will have to carve out time. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's, that's your sacrifice. Mm-hmm. We no longer have to put a lamb on the altar because of the one lamb. Mm-hmm. But we still are called to sacrifice our time, our money, our efforts mm-hmm. for God. And if your sacrifice is reading his word every day, count that as a small sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Because in the end... Your sacrifice will grow your spirituality, will grow you closer to the Lord, and help you along your way. And, and to you know, the more you read, I think the more you crave. Mm-hmm. I love it when we have new people 
baby Christians, I guess. And I've heard a few people tell me, you know, I, ever since I started reading, I just crave the word more and more. I just crave the knowledge that I know I can get. And they, my brother, he said, I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And hey, that's one healthy obsession, I think. Yeah. Go you ahead can... and be obsessed with learning God's word. Push out all your other obsessions in life mm-hmm. and focus on the word. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Yep. The one guy that I've liked to watch, and you know, I don't know all of his theology, but it's the one that Kirk Cameron works with. He goes out, man on the street. What's his name? He's from uh, New Zealand. Ray Comfort. Ray Comfort. Mm-hmm. You can find his videos on YouTube because the man, he'll walk up to anybody mm-hmm. and he'll share the gospel with them. And he has just this great approach. It's the accent. Oh, is it the accent? <laughs> but he even is, you know, when. When they talk about hell, he says, no, man, I just love you so much that I don't want you to know the pain of hell. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, you know, you see a lot of people's minds shift. Yeah. And maybe not, they're not getting saved that day, but you could see that that seed has been planted well with water, you know, and fertile soil yeah. by Ray Comfort. I've seen a few of his videos where you see the conviction on someone's face and they're like, holy cow, I better do something about this right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's cool. Yeah. It's if you <clears throat> I mean, we're saying to check him out because if you need help on how do I talk to people, how do I approach them? Well, here it is. This is how he does it. Yeah. Sometimes he's, he offers them like twenty dollars if they can tell them some part of the Bible or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, it's never a huge amount of money, never a life changing amount. And most times they can't answer his question. Mm-hmm. So then he that's his way of opening it up. I'm not telling you to grow out with a fistful of cash. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, if that's how you get the word out. Do it. But you don't have to do it that way. I'm just saying I like his approach of that. Yep. He, he's good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah. I think that topic, we've uh, run its course. We what? We beat it into the ground? Yeah. No. I Read just, the Bible. Yep. Read the Bible. Share the Bible, yeah. right? I did have some news articles up, but uh, I'm trying to find out here. There's a lot going on in the news cycle right now. Mm-hmm. It is it's a brutal time. Yeah. And it's it's hard to segue from sharing the good news and the gospel to what's what's out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you listen to yesterday's show, we did beat up on the WEF, the WEF. Well, it's pretty easy to do and I think it needs to be done. And we'll continue to do it. Yes. The World Economic Forum, right? <clears throat> this article from the Gateway Pundit says Predator class reunion. World Economic Forum hosts creepy climate crisis confab in New York City as Clinton Global Initiative, good, Mm -hmm. and UN General Assembly kicks off simultaneously across town. So before I get into the article, you know, the the Clinton Global Initiative, that's their, the Clinton's slush fund charity that they use for good, in quotation marks. Mm -hmm. Strange that it's also at the same time as the U.N. General Assembly is meeting. And we all know in New York City, they built them this giant U.N. building. I don't know why. Americans have never been involved in the, the hierarchy of the U.N., I'm pretty sure. We send our delegates there. Mm-hmm. But we, I guess that was what we were trying to get accomplished. I don't know. I mean, we know what was happening. But the article here says the World Economic Forum and the Clinton Foundation are hosting summits in New York City this week as the 77th annual United Nations General Assembly convenes. So maybe they are. Maybe they are going on with their green climate agenda, these world elites. And they're saying, if we're going to have three things, 
let's show that we're going climate conservative. We're going to fly everybody in there once. We're not going to go to three different ones throughout the year, and we're going green, right? It's not going to change anything. If they all have to fly in, they all have to fly in, whether it be the same day or different days. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, I'm saying they don't have to go to three different spots throughout the the world on three different times. They're all going to get there, and they can drive around in their limos. But on Monday, the WEF commenced its sustainable development impact meetings where the organization's leaders detail a plan to advance its great reset agenda and eradicate individual rights and national sovereignty. And this does go along with the knowledge, right, of -hmm. Proverbs that you were reading there. Mm -hmm. We need to know what these people are doing because as we hear these agendas roll out, they're going to end up, they're going to trickle down to your local elections. They're going to trickle down to your state elections and we need to fight back. And that's, you know, I'll get on that horse real quick. We need to make sure our elections are free and fair. We need to be observing our elections. We need to make sure that our elections can be audited when we want, and it doesn't cost the people thousands and thousands of dollars. Because this is where it happens. You could see Washington State pass this crazy carbon emissions tax a few years back. And it was, if you ran it out over the span, it was like this 0.0000357 decrease in carbon emissions. Who, the, the earth can absorb that, you know? God gave us this beautiful green earth. And yes, we should take care of it. We shouldn't be littering. Right. If you're still throwing garbage out your window while you drive down the freeway, you go get to jail. a life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, when I. Look on the side of the road sometimes. I'm like, why is there so much garbage? You can't tell me all this was accidentally left in the back of some guy's pickup and it blew out. If you're throwing your cigarette butts out, come on now, man. Yeah, knock it off. Get First a life. First of all, quit smoking. Second of yeah. all, don't throw them out. Exactly. So as we look here, this is one of those things that from whatever comes out of this meeting, and I'm not going to dive into the rest of it. You can go on to Gateway Pundit and check it out if you want. Just know that these initiatives, they trickle down in the, to conservative communities across Eastern Washington and Oregon and Idaho and Wyoming, all these great states, this garbage will come to you. It will either be brought to you through, you know, the not NGOs and non-governmental organizations or bureaucrats. Mm-hmm. You need to push back. You need to stand up and say no. Because that's your right. Exactly. As an American. Let's not forget that. Yep. And I think that'll wrap up our show today. Becky, I thank you again for your insight on the Bible. I hope you guys had a good time listening. If you have any questions or comments, 509-818-7818. Once again, for Becky, myself, Matt, this is Be Vigilant. Until next time, remember to be sober, be vigilant.